From Audible, I'm Jill Melanson. From the Washington Post politics section, Dan Balls writes, Clinton's deplorables remark sums up a deplorable election season. If campaign 2016 needed some shorthand to capture the way many Americans see the competition between the two major party candidates, Hillary Clinton may have unintentionally supplied it this weekend. For much of the electorate, this could be remembered as a deplorable election. Candidates are often stamped by seemingly offhand statements. Mitt Romney never escaped his 47% comment in 2012, and President Obama found the same when he said many culturally conservative voters cling to their guns and religion. Donald Trump has a laundry list of them. After Friday, Clinton now has hers to regret. Clinton stumbled as Romney and Obama did, seemingly with her guard down and before the friendliest of audiences, an LGBT fundraiser in New York. If there isn't a page in campaign manuals labeled Beware of Fundraisers, there should be. It's where mistakes are easily made and not so easily undone. Unlike Romney and Obama, Clinton spoke at a fundraiser that was open to the media, which should have made her more careful. Although she has said similar things in the past, she clearly went further than before, raising the question of whether this was intentional. Here's what she said that caused the uproar. You know, to just be grossly generalistic, you could put half of Trump's supporters into what I call the basket of deplorables, right? The racist, sexist, homophobic, xenophobic, Islamophobic, you name it. And unfortunately, there are people like that, and he has lifted them up. She went on to talk about others who support Trump, saying they are worthy of empathy and understanding. She described them as people who feel that the government has let them down. The economy has let them down. Nobody cares about them. Nobody worries about what happens to their lives and their futures, and they're desperate for change. That latter characterization aptly captures an important part of the dynamic of the 2016 campaign, and it is one important reason Trump became the Republican nominee and remains competitive in the general election. But Clinton so muddied the focus on the grievances of many Americans who feel left behind with the first part of what she said that she has landed on the defensive and understandably so. The word deplorable no doubt captures how many Americans see the overall competition between Clinton and Trump. Last week's 50-state survey by the Washington Post and SurveyMonkey underscored the concerns that voters have about both major party candidates. Nationally, 55% of registered voters say Clinton would threaten the country's well-being, while 61% say Trump would threaten the country's well-being. Overall, 95% say either Trump or Clinton, or both, would do so. These attitudes come after a campaign of insults and petty personal attacks, as well as a clash over some of the most fundamental questions facing the country. This is a campaign that could be about big issues, but instead has often been fought at the most base level. On that score, Trump has led the way. He started his campaign by branding Mexican immigrants as rapists and criminals. He's never let up, denigrating people of all kinds. In addition to Mexican immigrants, his targets have included women, Muslims, a Vietnam POW named Senator John McCain, Republican Arizona, the disabled, a federal judge of Mexican heritage, and a Gold Star family. At NBC's Commander-in-Chief Forum last week, he inexplicably beat up on the generals advising the president. 
There has been a truism about this campaign. Trump has taken his opponents down to his level, and they have paid a price for it. Throughout the Republican primaries, he insulted any political rival he deemed a threat, such as low-energy Jeb Bush, little Marco Rubio, and lion Ted Cruz. When they tried to play his game, they ended up scarred. Bush never could find the formula to fight back effectively and was diminished and eventually destroyed politically by it. Rubio's campaign unraveled when he descended into a round of petty insults that mimicked Trump. He, too, never recovered and has found himself in an awkward embrace with Trump since he got out of the race. Cruz could not find the right calibration between initial chumminess with Trump when he believed he could inherit the Trump coalition and his eventual indignation at what Trump said about his wife and father as he was losing the nomination. His ultimate refusal to endorse Trump during his speech in July at the Republican convention brought a chorus of boos from the audience and possible long-term problems. Trump has never recanted his birther campaign against Obama in 2011. In the past week, surrogates have claimed that he now accepts Obama was...